0: Hi, I'm Jason, and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. And still January 2022. It's, it's been amazing so far this year. Nothing has nothing has surprised me, and yet at the same time, I'm just, I don't feel surprised that, that this year has kicked off the way it has. But at the same time, I do feel surprised, because there, there was kind of this sense of, hope getting around at the end of last year um that people were talking about and i suppose the same thing happened at the end of 2020 um yeah people seem to have this hope that now 2021's over you know we've got all these things happening now we seem to be on top of it Our government's on top of things and yeah we've kind of got this omicron happening but we seem to be all over we know what we're doing now it's been two years but listen we got no flipping idea. We don't know what we're doing. Our governments... I apologise. I shouldn't say we don't know what we're doing. Our governments do not know what we're doing. Now, I'm going to read some different uh, things. And part of it relates to the American government and part of it relates to Australia. And I think it's... The reason why I want to read about both because we're in the same debacle as America in reality. So the American CDC do not really seem to know what they're doing. And I look at what's happening in Australia, our, our, our health departments, these people who are in charge of the different states, um, the health ministers, and that they don't seem to know what they're doing. Our governments in general have no idea what they're doing. Okay, you just take in point the um, Djokovic debacle. What a mess. Tonight, I saw the Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews. He was on there, and he just had this smug little look on his face, and he's just like, well, you know, you know, the federal government, they're the ones that are in charge of the border. <laughs> he just loved it because the, the federal government just stepped in it and made themselves look like fools. And even though his, his government really started off this whole debacle, okay, and yet the federal government has just stepped right into it and just really really screwed it up it's like in my opinion the federal government scomo scott morrison thought you know what we're going to try and make daniel andrews the labor government in victoria look bad and we're going to come out and we're going to come out hard against novak Djokovic, the world's number one tennis player and the whole thing is blown up in their face and they look like fools and again getting back to america some of the things that come out from there, it just makes their government look like absolute fools. And I'm going to talk about the CDC director, Walensky. Okay, this headline here, Director Walensky fails to disclose how many deaths were from COVID-19. Data will be forthcoming. That's what she said. So critics demanded answers from CDC director Rochelle Walensky on Sunday after she hedged on how many of the COVID-19 related deaths in the US were directly due to the virus and how many were individuals who died with, COVID, with COVID-19 yet had underlying conditions. So it was asked of her, do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the US linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID but they had other comorbidities? do you have that breakdown now just put this into perspective this is two years on okay so you would think after two years they would have been looking at all this different data how many people have died with it and how many people actually died because of covid19 was the actual cause of their death and they didn't just you know it wasn't just a person who had leukaemia for the last five years and they were on their last their last breath and they happened to get COVID and, you know, it wasn't COVID that actually died. They actually died from it. It was leukaemia. And heaven forbid, she didn't even know this. So he goes on to say, yes, of course, with Omicron, we're following that very carefully, Walensky responded. So with Omicron, Omicron's only been here for the last... What is it, two months, three months? So almost two years, we've had Delta, we've had the Alpha, the original COVID-19, and they haven't been following this? How, that's ridiculous. So this is what Walensky responded with. Our death registry, she goes on to say, our death registry, of course, takes a few weeks to collect. <laughs> and of course, Omicron, She she keeps referring to Omicron. Two years in, she's referring to Omicron goes on anyway and of course omicron has just been with us for a few weeks but this data will be forthcoming (laughs) oh that's ridiculous her answer only frustrated critics of the biden white house who have been asking about that distinction about about covid related deaths for quite some time i'm going to say probably about two years others want to know when the data would be released seeing as the data has been seemingly used to justify nationwide lockdowns and more stringent measures, and this this is a major bugbear of mine. Okay, in Australia, we've been doing this. They throw out these statistics. They say the data shows us, and they 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 use these data points to back up why we're having lockdowns, why we're why we're um, enacting all these restrictions on the public. That's what these politicians do. and then But they never back up the data and show you where this data comes from. They say all these things. This is the data they, they say. But they never actually show you these are the facts. They don't give you the actual information. They just tell you they have data. Anyway, rant over. Let's go on. So, Walensky and the CDC have come under fire in recent weeks for releasing confusing guidance on the coronavirus. Most rele- Most recently... Most recently, the agency cut the length of its recommended quarantine time for infected patients from 10 days to 5. Now, those who are infected are now instructed to isolate for just 5 days, followed by 5 days of wearing a mask around other people. The CDC has also sent mixed messaging in terms of the, efficiency, the efficacy of rapid antigen testing and on the wearing of masks. Now, just in relation to this going from 10 days to five days, my personal belief, because we've done something similar in Australia, okay, um, this has gone... The reason why I believe that they're doing this is because it's no longer because they care about your personal health. And I don't... Personally, I don't think these government agencies ever cared about your personal health anyway. But really, what it's about is about trying to get people back into work. They don't care whether you've had COVID or what it is. It's just, hey, no, you only need five days now. You've got to get back to work because we're seeing so many other issues raise the ugly head. For instance, the shortages that we're seeing because of supply issues. Um, You know, truck drivers, um, supply chains being shut down, supply workers, uh, factory workers, people who work in these big warehouses able to, um, in Australia, supplying... The, or restocking our supermarket shelves. And that's the reason why they've cut down these, um, cut down these quarantine times. It's not because they really care about your health or this is the best thing to do. It's purely economics. That's all. So this is what's happening in America. And I, I wanted to talk about this because I just want to show, hey, this isn't just in Australia. Even in America, the stupidity, and I'm I'm I'll apologize to Americans. I'm not trying to insult your government, but hey, it's just as bad over there as it is here in Australia. The stupidity of these governments and the inability to make rational, rational decisions is just mind-blowing. I honestly look at some of the decisions that they make and I can't wrap my head around because I think, why? That's not even logical. Why are you doing that? Now, I want to read a little bit of another article, and this is about something within Queensland, the state that I live in, in Australia. And this is talking about a family that's just recently come back. And I'll, I'll dive back into the middle of this article. It's talking about a, a lady and she's actually a human rights lawyer and she's back moved back into Australia with her husband and uh, child. And her name is Melanie Hyde. And it goes on to say, Melanie Hyde is happy to be home because the human rights lawyer who works for the United Nations in the West Bank hasn't been able to see a Queensland-based family for two years. Now, the key points of this article says, international arrivals, this is in Queensland, must still quarantine for 14 days in Queensland. So she and her family, her husband and child, have had to quarantine for 14 days, okay? However, people with COVID who are already in Australia only have to isolate for seven days if they don't have symptoms. The state has defended this policy, but a health expert says it doesn't make sense. She can't wait to take her young daughter to see Australian animals. She's only seen on an iPad and for her to bond with her grandparents, who she you know, she mostly knows through a screen. Um, while she's relieved to be allowed to home quarantine with her Dutch partner and toddler and grateful not to be in a hotel quarantine, Miss Hyde has been has been left baffled by an illogical decision from Queensland Health, despite having had three Pfizer vaccines and returning negative PCR tests before her flight from Israel. And again in Australia on December 29, she and her family must isolate for 14 days. So how on earth does this make sense? Why does that, why is that the rule when you fly in from there 14 days, you've had your normal two shots of Pfizer and then you've had a booster, you've had a PCR test, it's all negative and you still have to quarantine for 14 days. That it makes absolutely no sense. And this is what I'm talking about. Government's making these irrational decisions and they stand there before the camera. They think they are so wise and they just they just look like a bunch of fools. Going on to say, however, in a public health order from January 3rd, locals who have tested positive from COVID-19 for COVID-19 must only isolate for seven days provided they no longer have symptoms. You wonder what is the logic behind someone that's actually COVID positive being required to isolate for half the time that we are. I don't see how we are a great risk. We've been we've been vaccinated three times, and this is the other thing that's been a real bugbear of mine. To keep, you know, ringing the vaccination bell. You must be vaccinated. You must be vaccinated. It's for your protection, for the protection of the other people around you, your family and friends. Blah blah blah. Okay, and these people have been vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccines that they accept three times and yet they still have to do these, abide by these ridiculous rules, makes no sense. Goes on to say the quarantine requirement for international travellers in Queensland is expected to lift once 90% of the state's eligible population has been vaccinated. And as of January 5, only 86.9% were fully vaccinated. So, and one more article that I want to take some points from, and this is a news article, it's it's from a um, media outlet, I wouldn't usually read their stuff, It's I think it's Mamma Mia, but they're talking about the current debacle with Djokovic, okay, and it does make a, a lot of sense, I've been looking, trying to wrap my head around what's happened with Djokovic, with the victorian government the tennis australia the australian government it just seems like like i said it's a it's it's a it's a clown festival you wonder who's running the nation because no one really seems to know what they're talking about what they're doing and even to my bitter disappointment today on twitter i found myself agreeing with kevin rudd of all the people I don't want to agree with Kevin Rudd. Anyway, I found myself agreeing with Kevin Rudd. Very disappointing. Anyway, but I just want to read this section here, and this is like I said from Mamma Mia. And this lady, this uh, the writer of this article is talking about how angry they are at everything that they've that's been going on with Djokovic and everything that's gone on with the country and the, the vaccine rollouts. So this excerpt here says, I'm much more angry at our governments for their lack of foresight. Continual stuff ups namely the vaccine rollout, failure to order enough rapid antigen antigen tests, a failure to look after our exhausted, underpaid and overstaffed health system, and an inhumane approach to border exemptions for those who were and are vaccinated. But above everything, I'm angry at the pandemic that is even here in the first place. Our lives, have not been normal for years now, and it's all thanks to COVID-19. We're sick of it, we're broken, we're ready for this marathon to be over. And so Djokovic was the final straw. He he provided an easy outlet for our anger after conveniently arriving smack bang in the middle of another great big COVID come down. A moment where we finally thought we'd reached that finish line, only to turn the corner and see a giant omicron is shaped mountain we're a country on the edge in australia that's entered a new year that looks different to how we'd hoped it looked and this is the point we'd hoped everyone had hoped that 2022 we're all pinning our hopes to a new year yeah this is it our our governments quite frankly they fed us a load of rubbish um they told us we're going to open the borders it's going to be a wave but hey it's all good because you're all you know a vast vast majority of you are vaccinated And yet, it's funny, for a nation that's got such a high vaccination rate, we've still got every day tens and tens and tens of thousands of people are being being diagnosed with COVID, and it makes absolutely no sense. Going on to say, but it's not Djokovic's fault, he was a poorly timed irritation. Our anger and outrage can be more productively directed towards the government, this is what I'm not saying, this, this is what the article, the writer from Mamma Mia said. They're the ones leaving us high and dry in a time of need without any tests or plans or certainty. We don't even have enough produce on supermarket shelves at the moment. Let's focus our attention on those who can actually help us, help get us out of this mess. Now, that's the end of that article. And the, the last thing I'd like to say about this is when she says, when the writer says, let's focus our attention on those who can actually help get us out of this mess. I, I believe she's talking about the government still. And I believe she's wrong. Quite frankly, the government has shown us how inept they are. Okay? They cannot help us get us out of this mess. For, for, I'll, give, I'll give you one Brief story about something that just happened in my local town. A local store owner had thought ahead and ordered for the town of roughly 10,000 plus people um, the rapid antigen tests. Okay, just a local business owner, I, I believe he owns a, a news agent. The Queensland government, in their wisdom, because they are so flipping useless and didn't think ahead, didn't plan ahead, and didn't have enough rapid antigen tests themselves they confiscated the test from this small business owner and took it for them so that they could disperse it for whatever reason however they justify this this is the intelligence of our government okay and this is the the queensland state government but it's not it's not just queensland every state is lacking every state at the moment in australia is failing every state every territory and then it's capped off by an absolutely useless federal government the american government looks just as silly the cdc as i read before the decisions that they're making are not just do not make sense they don't make sense to a normal practical thinking person what is going on in this world today and I believe, personally, I believe it's very, it's spiritual. I believe that everything is coming together for the biblical purposes of the times that we are in now. Okay? I believe we are on a trajectory towards the biblical end times, towards the the seven year tribulation that's spoken about in Daniel and Revelation, the book of Revelation. I believe that's where we're going to. And I believe that is the reason why governments cannot even think can don't even appear to be able to think seriously honestly in any kind of remotely sensible fashion but as this lady has said the writer of this article mama mia has said they still want to look towards these people that can hold us out and this is the problem the world and this is what the bible says this is what the bible teaches this is what you need to look out for Things are going to get so bad within the world, the world is going to be looking for a saviour, looking for someone to save them because the politicians in this world cannot save them. They will rise. One person will rise up and they'll seem to have all the answers. Be aware of this person. I'll say it as clearly as I can, okay? Um, this, was, this podcast was never meant to be a uh, a podcast where I I preach um, my, my biblical or religious beliefs. However, I will say you need to read your Bible and understand what is coming. It is telling you what is coming. And these people that are looking for our politicians, to our politicians, for the answers, you're looking in the wrong direction. That's my opinion. Thank you for listening to the slippery, very slippery slope.